Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. We're going heavy on season 12 where we are bringing you a horror movie a day every day in October for the lead up for Halloween. And for today's episode, we will be talking about the 2007 mystery horror, The Mist. Based on the book by Stephen King and directed by Frank Darabont. The film stars Thomas Jane, Loris Holden, Jeffrey DeMann, Marcia Gay Harden and Andre Brower. It is almost inexpressible to overstate how influential the adaptations of Stephen King's have had an impact on cinema at the moment. His works have spanned primarily into the favourable genre of horror with both shocking and addictive products, but his work have equally found a solid footing into the lives of the trivial, absent of monsters and the supernatural, and with spectacular fashion like his short story, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, that got adapted into arguably the greatest film of all time, directed by the same man who has directed the film in question here. That's right, The Mist. Bizarrely enough, there was a horror film called The Fog, and one person asked me on social media the difference. Now, apparently, they're separated in definition by how far you can see through them. So fog and mist are both formed by the suspension of water droplets, creating an obscurity in the surface layer of the atmosphere, but fog is given to result in visibility less than one kilometer. So in general terms, not aviation, which is where the terms are subjected to a specific definition. Fog is anything that obscures your visibility less than 100 meters away. Mist is much worse, where the visibility can be blinded up to lengths of 1,000 meters or more. Quite simply, Mist is a lot thicker, bigger, and much better for a title for a horror movie. Take nothing away from The Fog. I actually enjoyed that 80s movie. I might come up somewhere in October. Not so much the remake, but the original John Carpenter movie. So Frank Darabont, director of The Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, and now his third Stephen King adaptation in a row, The Mist, a film that follows a Hollywood poster designer living in a small town in rural America who goes to the supermarket with his son. An unknown wave of mist reaches that town and blinds out the windows in that supermarket, psychologically trapping everyone inside. The thick, ambiguous mist invites us an invisible terror that within may be lurking something evil which is speculated with erratic gossip and vulgar sounds which instigates the skeptics to simply walk out the front door to never be seen again. As the film vigilantly advances, we soon learn US testing has triggered a tear in the fabric of space and the mist is actually a portal to another world that has casually invited unearthly creatures through. During this realisation, we study the survival dynamics within the supermarket like a case study for society and watch as the humanity of the movie disregards the situation and instead starts to tragically turn on each other in desperation to survive and take an established hierarchy that divides decision, creating conflict and triggering brutality. The Mist is a film that should be deliberated for countless reasons. It could quite effortlessly disregard the ambiguous aliens loitering inside the mist and merely focus on the increasing issues within the supermarket between our characters, acting like a TV series drama. Now, Darabont has simply chosen to do one of each with the works of Stephen King, keeping a close eye to the humanity aspect of his stories. Shawshank was a complete interaction with the human spirit and the desperation of it, completely absent of the strange and weird elements of the generic Stephen King trademark. Green Mile, however, flirted with the irregular by adding a dash of the enchanted with an inmate with powers, 
And that is as much as Darabont goes with the unusual in that film, keeping a heavy foot again on the human qualities and emotions. And then finally, he exploits the true calling of Stephen King in The Mist and allows monsters and ghouls and creepy little creatures to enter his third installment, but still stay true to the narrative of the individual aspect of the situation. If anything, this film is more daring, more telling of what it is to be human than the previous two. And that is saying a lot considering the caliber of the last two films. The Universal Horror Chronicles tend to overlap in others in terms of not just antagonists, but more frequently the situations too. In this case, a threat that attacks a town. The community seeking refuge together and thus the problem-solving aspect infects the story, sometimes in an attractive fashion. We see these horror films time and time again with Romero's Night of the Living Dead in 1968 with zombies, Josh Hartnett's Dirty Days of Night with vampires, David Arquette's Eight-Legged Freaks with spiders, and here again with Darabont's The Mist with a mist. The cloak of invisibility of the mist resonates the technique used in Spielberg's Jaws, because unlike most of the story arcs that deal with recognisable threats, we are left cautiously curious as to what exactly is hiding within. The entire metaphorical aspect of the mist is a clever attack on our minds to entertain our worst images in our head, and Darabin concedes to a variety of images that are sporadically displayed throughout the movie. The Jaws element, not knowing what's beneath the invisible surface, even though we are 99% sure it's a shark, is always an effective attack on the subconscious of the viewers because in the mist we have absolutely no idea what's in there and for a long part we are increasingly skeptic to the fact of anything is in there at all even if we have just seen a tentacle attack a co-worker the reality of the situation is illogical but the absurd takes a back seat with the complete stone-cold skeptics of the characters who are basically articulating our logical reasoning totally refusing to believe in the supernatural elements of this movie the movie remains to point fingers only one way and that again as we always see in lots of movies is that the real monsters are actually the humans if my tally is correct the on-screen deaths in the mist are more in the hands of the humans than the monsters Darabont's debut Shawshank Redemption is a film communicating the beauty of horror and hope and the good prevailing. Here, hope is raped from your very eyes, more sadistically in the last five minutes of the film. That makes this film a problematic watch in terms of walking away positive. The near holistic approach that forms in a supermarket is only in response to something confusing happening. But the initial reaction is telling us that deep down, those hidden thoughts of the humans in this film are quite possibly the reflection on real life too, that in a normal situation, never see the light of day quite simply when people are prone to paranoia as we naturally are things will always turn south when hope is so cruelly taken away from you Darabont has some fun with the pigeonholes of the stateside stereotypes that manipulate these people of faith into an aggressive immoral force that find reason for their unjust actions in this dated scripture of the Bible. The film is both revealing as it is problematic, it is bold as it is realistic, and the sheer collapse of the once composed community is a frightening sight, one that easily triumphs the terrors of the creatures within the mist. And for me, that is the only possible message to take away from here in a film that suffocates you tight at the end and doesn't let go, even after the film shockingly ends anyway that's all i have time for for the mist a film that highlights stephen king's trademark style of endings and the chaos of a community when painted into a dark corner anyway please subscribe to me on itunes spotify google and amazon and you can also find me on instagram that's film exploration ah or locate all one word but for now thank you for listening to season 12 with film exploration with ash hurry 